Friday, March 18, 2022, was Russ's and my 50th anniversary. Back when I was 20 and Russ was 21, not only did we not know how we'd each evolve, we didn't have a clue about what we'd be taking on when we had kids, how we'd deal with aging parents, how we'd deal with one of us developing an all-consuming passion for birds, or anything else. We jumped in with childlike faith and optimism, as well as the feeling that we were mature beyond our actual years. Since then, we've had plenty of rough patches, but always managed to recapture the best of ourselves and each other to pull through. Not one of us, bird or human, can predict how our life will turn out. Committing to one mate, whether for a season or a lifetime, is fraught with difficulties as well as loveliness. The famous Laysan albatross, known as Wisdom, has been nesting on Midway Island since at least 1956, but no one tracked her mates at all until around 2006, so we don't know how many mates she's had in her lifetime, just that she's had at least two different mates in the past. 16 years. 16 years is beyond the lifespan of any known wild robin, and many of them do not return to the same mate year after year, even while they both survive. But while a pair is together, they have each other's back. Several years ago, a pair established their territory in my backyard. It was a drought year, and after they paired up, they had to wait over a week for a supply of mud before the female could even start building the nest. The day it finally rained, she made a foundation in one of my white spruces and was working on the cup when I heard a horrible racket. I ran out to find a cooper's hawk on my neighbor's lawn holding the screaming male robin in one foot, starting to eat him alive while his mate got right in the hawk's face, screeching at it. Meanwhile, a couple of neighborhood crows waited a safe distance away, hoping to capitalize on the situation. My opening the door took the hawk by surprise, and it flew off. Fueled by adrenaline, the dying robin ran under another spruce tree, the crows started making their move, and the female robin blocked their path, flailing her wings at them. Suddenly, the hawk returned, darted under the tree, and grabbed the doomed male, this time dispatching him quickly and flying off to eat in peace. I was heartbroken to lose this robin who for years had done all his singing from atop my largest spruce. I was also sad for the female. She'd lost her mate, and now her hard work on the nest was wasted too. But no, first thing the next morning, there she was, finishing up with a new male bringing her nesting materials. This female stuck by her first mate till death did them part and fought for him as long as he clung to life. Spending days or weeks in mourning would have left her not only without a mate, but also without a decent chance of successfully raising young that year. At this point, she probably had one and possibly two fertilized eggs moving along her oviduct. Accepting a new mate meant that she could add to her first mate's genetic heritage as well as this new male's and her own. 
those of us who get through the good and bad times together year after year owe a marriage's longevity to luck as much as anything. Instead of droughts, storms, and territorial competitors, we humans face financial struggles and setbacks and all kinds of family strife. Instead of Cooper's Hawks, we face heart attacks, cancer, other diseases, tragic accidents, and other dangers. Most marriages don't last 50 years, not because most couples aren't loving and loyal enough or don't deserve it, but because death eventually intervenes. Luck is neither deserved nor undeserved. It just is. So far, Russ and I are still hanging in there, and we still have each other's backs. And that is the most joyful kind of luck there is. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.